Hello, Tile friends. Welcome back to another episode of Tile Money, the podcast where we discuss the business of being a tile contractor. My name is Luke Miller, your host. I am a licensed tile contractor myself in the state of California. Tile Money is sponsored by the NTCA, the National Tile Contractors Association. And this episode is also sponsored by Latercrete International. I'm up here in Washington State, and I'm sitting down with my friend Jim Upton. Issaquah, Washington. Issaquah, Washington. Brew house here, yes. And I'm thinking about changing uh, my hashtag to the brewery tour. Because <laughs> <laughs> every tile guy wants to meet at a brewery. Yes, good stuff. For sure, for sure. And the north, the northwest. Is, Home turf. Yeah, yeah. So what do you like to do in your, in your free time, Jim? My free time, I don't have a lot of free time. But what I do is um, I tile, I blog about tile, I think about tile. And I have a motorcycle, and I like to travel around like that. So that's about it. Nice. Pretty simple. What's the longest trips you take on your motorcycle? Uh, I've gone like nine days. Really? Yeah, I went over to Montana. I've been down to California and L.A. and Not L.A., but San Francisco and Reno. And um, and then uh, over to Montana, Wyoming. It's a blast. I love the whole road trip thing on the motorcycle. Yeah. It's awesome. What? How many hours can you, what kind of motorcycle do you have and how many hours can you do straight? So when I was traveling, my first motorcycle was a Buell and it was not very good for packing. I got some pretty hilarious pictures of me with uh, a whole, this huge pack yeah. on this little tiny Buell motorcycle that they don't even make anymore, by the way. I've never heard of it. Um, and, and, and then um, it's an American made okay. deal. Okay. And uh, anyway, so now I have a Kawasaki. It's a Ninja, but don't let the Ninja fool you. It's more of a sport touring bike rather than a, right. you know, the, the street rod thing that everybody drives. Right. So it's more, I got like hard cases on it. Yep. And uh, I love it. I love okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm familiar with those. So it's yeah. made for long hauls. It's called the Ninja 1000, it's called. Yeah. In Europe, it's called the X, I forget what it is, 1000 SX or something yeah. like that. So anyway. How long can you last like on a straight shot? Well, it takes a long, you know, you take a while into your roads. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, you, uh, you got to get gas more frequently. You know, I can only go like 150 miles or so. So, but yeah, it's kind of uncomfortable. So I would say a couple hours tops, like you go a couple hours at a time and then rest for a bit. Yeah. You, you hit the store, you know, the gas station and yeah. get off your bike and all that sort of so thing. So my, my way of traveling is, is completely the opposite with a 40 foot fifth wheel. Yeah. Kind of one ton. Yes. Truck. You need a little scooter on that thing. You know, you yeah. can just dismount it and travel around a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I've been thinking about it. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> for sure. For sure. So, so Jim mentioned he's an avid blogger. Uh, he, he probably has one of the most recognizable uh, uh, tile blogs on the internet. Uh, DIY tile. Is it, what, what's the address? DIY tile? DIYtileguy.com. DIY tile guy. So we definitely want to talk about that. We want to talk about your business as it is today. Um, you're, a, you're a state ambassador for the NTCA yes. for the state of Washington. You got a lot going on. Like you said, you, you eat, breathe. And sleep tile. It's a lot of tile. Yeah, I know tile, so it's, yeah. you know, I don't really know a lot else, you know, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've tried to just kind of, you know, do as much as I can with it. Yeah. That's cool. So, so what got you started in tile? Take us back to the beginning. Okay. So the beginning, um, me and a friend of mine, um, I, I, I had no tile background. It was a, I was, I had a brick background mm. about four years. I can actually oh, like, I can actually lay a little brick, you know, yeah. not fast, nothing like that, nothing hardcore. Yeah. Um, and then a friend of mine worked for, he was a helper 
for a, like what we call the combo guy at a flooring store. So they did vinyl floors. See, you're nodding. Like, you know what I'm talking about. Right. Vinyl floors, P-lamp countertops, kind of like this stuff right here, and a little bit of tile, you know? A little yeah. backsplash on the tile. Didn't make any sense to call a tile guy to do like $100 worth of tile. Yeah. So anyway, that's, he was a helper for that guy. So we um, got together and started our own business. And it was pretty much a disaster, to be honest with yeah. you. So, yeah. It lasted one year. Yeah. And uh, he got out. He said, I had enough. You know, he's trying to get married and all that stuff. And I wanted to stick with it. I wanted to go, like, hardcore in the tile and get into a... So, anyway, and then after that, I started, you know, my own business. Just jumped into it. No, no training. Up here in Washington State, you can just start a business and okay. be a contractor. Yeah. And so that's what I did. I got in a, at a flooring store, kind of jumped around, tore out a lot of my own stuff, you know? Yeah. And that's how I got started, you know? Wow. Not very, uh, um, what do you call it, gracious or, you know, anything like that. But yeah, that's how I got go. I was one of those guys. You know what? It, it's funny, though. It's a common story in the tile industry. It's, it's a very common story. I hear it all the time. I mean, I'm very, you know, uh, I mean, I guess I, I had a little more training, but I went out on my own too early basically and uh it's a very common story so it's interesting though uh you know to make the jump all the way to the day to where you're recognized as a you know as a great installer you know uh a, you know very involved in the in the industry itself um very committed mm -hmm. so how do you how do you make that leap what what happened so what happened is uh you know when i was younger i was in my you know 20s and i started my own business and um you know, like I said, I was doing it, flooring stores, trial and error, you know, didn't yeah. know how many, you know, uh, tear outs I had in front of me, but there was you know, tons of them, you yeah. know, and um, doing, you know, we're, these are not fancy houses. So we're tiling over tub surrounds with green board and all that stuff. You know, right. this is like the mid nineties, right. you know, yeah. and um, so anyway, but I wasn't really good at, you know, I wasn't, I, I didn't really have anything going for me, to be honest with you. I, I didn't, I wasn't a good tile installer. Wasn't good with money, wasn't good with sales, nothing. So everything was a struggle. Everything wow. was a learning thing. So it came, come to 2002, you know, there was a recession in 2002. I finally, I had moved into Seattle at this point. And, um, you know, they, there was, I was working at a, at a flooring store. They had maybe like 10 tile guys on the board. You know, yeah. I don't know how many, but, and I had worked my way up to like number seven or something like that. And that recession hit and they were keeping the top two guys going. Yeah. And uh, the third guy, part time, you know, and that was it. Everybody else is out of luck, you know. Yeah. So I, I had enough and I went to work for uh, another contractor. And the first contractor is absolute disaster, you know, like yeah. we, we would, uh, you know, you, you put the waterproofing on. You, we were using that black, you know, Laticrete 9237, right. right. you know, whatever it is. Doing that stuff and sticking to it wet with a with a, you know new thin set you know yeah. and you know if you had to pull a tile up it was an absolute you know you just ruined the whole thing. Yeah. Mesh tape you know like if you forgot mesh tape yeah you, you didn't let that hold you up you just kept going just you know keep going yeah. Yeah. yeah so anyway it, it was a disaster so I made it six months there I needed the job you know yeah I got in credit card trouble like when I was uh, self employed yeah. So anyway, and then I finally got on in, over in Bellevue, Washington here, right by here. Finally got on a good tile store, you know, pretty decent, you know. Uh, a lot of old-time tile guys, a lot of really, really good tile guys. And, uh, and then a lot of people just came through, you know. So I was able to see good and bad and all that stuff. Right. And so finally, you know, I, I stayed there for a while. 
And that's where like I can I count myself as like getting kind of good, you know. Yeah. I, I was starting to get good and uh, and um, learn from these guys that were really really good, you know, some of them. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, that's that that took me up to the next recession, you know. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that was a whole nother thing. So. Yeah. But anyway. Well, you survived the next recession. Um, I mean, you got better. You continued. I mean, what lessons did you learn along along that recession? So, when, what happened is. Um, so I was working at this store and they were, you know, these, this was an old, you know, they'd been in business like 30 years or something like that. Two salesmen, flooring salesmen, and the recession hit and they were kind of just complacent. You know, they weren't really, they were a little bit shady too. And that came out like during the recession. Right. But um, they, it was a little bit complacent and they were not doing anything to get new work. And so like, you know, we had like 20 guys at our shop, uh, you know, during the heyday. Right. It was down to two guys, me and this other guy, wow. and they weren't keeping us going full time. Wow. And so, you know, I was on unemployment for like a week and then they, you know, yeah. they keep us going for a couple of weeks and all that stuff. So anyway, I kind of got the itch to get going myself, you know, and I was smarter this time a little bit. Right. And I wasn't going to go in debt. I wasn't going to, you know, do all the, the mistake. And I was a better tile guy. Yeah. And so I had like maybe, I don't know if it's 12 years, I guess probably 12 years experience at this point. And I went on my own again. What year was that again? This would be 2010. Okay. 2009. So right, kind of like right. It's in the heart of the recession. And pretty much heart, yeah. It was tough. Yeah. And it was really tough. And so I, I, uh, what I did is I, I, I got building permits. You know, I, I would uh, get all these building permits, write them down. Yeah. This is before smartphones. Yeah. And um, I would map them out. You know, I'd print up the map. Yeah put little X's where all the permit and then go out in the, in the, um, you know, during the day, you know, like when, when I didn't have anything going, which yeah. was a lot. And I would go out during the day, kind of make like a map that sort of made sense. You know, yeah. I'm going to be here and kind of go on a logical route and all that stuff. I'm going building permits and, um, I would, yeah, I had no sales skills either. That was the other thing, you know, yeah. Yeah. It just, and so, uh, I would just, I, I didn't have any sales skills, but I would go out and I would give them my car. I remember the first time I did it, um, I just sat in my car, you know, yeah. I, I pulled up to the job and I sat, I sat in my car. I'm like, okay, I got to get out. You know, I kind of had this little thing I was going to say. It wasn't very good. And, um, and, and I just, I was scared, you know, I went to the next one and uh, sat in my car again. And I, you know, so like I went to three, three store stops, sat in my car, went home and I said, okay, I can't do this. You know, I said, I, I have to, I have to like, you know, get out. I never, you know, I never visited. You never get up. You never I, got I never out. visited any of them. No, I went to three different places. And, and so these were building permits. These were like homeowners. No, they were usually contract. Oh, contract. Yeah, okay. they had building permits. So there permit. was work going on. Yeah, there, was, there was work going on. I, I was just scared of, of approaching. Whatever they call that in sales, yeah. you know, approach anxiety or whatever. Yeah. So in, in the next day, I, I just said, you know, listen, I can't do that. I have to do this, you know. So I went out. Uh, and then I, I just gave him my card and, you know, kind of, I didn't even ask him a question. You know, I just said like, Hey, I'm a tile guy. You need somebody, you yeah. know? And I did that. <clears throat> I did it for months. Okay. I wasn't good at sales. I knew yeah. I wasn't good at sales, but I did it, you know, you kept at it. And I knew I kind of, you know, kind of like, like an actor goes for audition, right. You know, they, and the audition after audition after audition, and they know that like, eventually they'll get their break, you know? Right. right. So I did this for months, you know, and it wasn't every day. Cause like, you know, I, I would have some jobs sometimes, you yeah. know, yeah. and I would help a friend of mine or, you know, I had a couple contractors that called me up that I knew before Yeah. and they would use me, but it wasn't a lot of work. It wasn't enough to keep going. Yeah. 
So anyway, I, I, but I just kind of knew if I stuck with this thing, I would get a break. And eventually I'm over at Mercer Island, Washington. I show up to this job and the guy, you know, I, I give him my car. I say, hey, I'm a tile guy. You know, you need somebody. Walk back to my car. I kind of saw him look at the guy. He was talking to somebody. They were both outside. Yeah. Superintendent and somebody else. I kind of saw him look at him and I got in my car and here he is chasing me out. Yeah. And he says, he's telling me the problems they have in the tile guy. So they had some problem inside. Yeah. And I told him, I'll fix that. I said, I don't have any tools with me today. He said, I'll come tomorrow. I'll fix whatever they have inside. I'll do the repair. Yeah. And if I can have a shot at your next house. They were building the house like a mile away. Wow. Yeah. And so um, anyway, that's what I did. So I showed up the next day, got the, did the repair. He showed me the next house. I bid it way, way too low. Yeah. Got the job. And um, th this was, it was kind of interesting. Like these guys were... Uh, they were building like these big modern homes, you know, like you see nowadays, you know, super right. modern. Right. Um, but this trend had just started back then, right. 2009. Yeah. And so they were built and they were working for these hotshot architects in our area. Okay. And these hotshot architects were getting, you know, I, I did some research on them. They had some press doing all this stuff. But these guys were the worst builders in the world. Yeah. And there's a reason I got the job, you yeah. know, because yeah. I underbid yeah, and, cheap. and yeah. they don't care. There's no loyalty. Yeah. Every job you did, there's like half the subs are new. Yeah. You know, I, I, I can see you, you know, exactly what oh, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so anyway, I did three jobs for I found, you know, they scheduled everybody in your space. Nobody cared, you know. So I, I did three jobs for him. That was it. But what happened was I was talking to one of the architects, one of these guys that was doing, you know, they were building these big modern houses on these weird lots, downtown Seattle. Um, neighbors absolutely hated them, you know, because they ruined the character of the neighborhood. But they, they were up and coming, and yeah. this was a big trend, you know. And so I got some cool photos, you know. Yeah. And, um, but the houses weren't built very well. But, but the architect referred me to this guy from California that had moved up inherited some money, was going to start building. And that guy was a good builder for me. And I kept him all the way up. You know, just a couple of years ago, I started like not working for builders anymore. So I had to let right. everybody go, but he was right. one of the last ones. Okay. So anyway, I, that was it. I love that story, man. Well, thank you. Yeah, no, thanks for sharing that, Jim. There's so much value there. I mean, you started out, like you said, you couldn't even get out of your car. No. For a day straight. No. But you had a plan. Yeah, and you I guess, did it. Yeah. You stuck with it. And you did something. Yes. You literally did something, which most people back in 2009 were doing nothing. Yes. Because after all, it's in the middle of the worst recession we've had in years brutal. and years and years. It was brutal. So why even bother? Yeah. But you didn't take that mindset. You went out and you did something. It reminds me of, you know, uh, I always like to use Ken Ballin. You know? Yes. He, he says he started his uh, business around the same time okay. at the heart of the recession. And he didn't, he's not even a tile guy. He, he's self-taught. Okay. But yet he did something, which is so much better than nothing. And, and he, what you did is you set yourself up. You eventually fell in with a, with a builder that you know, yes. respected you and you could work with. Um, and I also like what you mentioned. You kind of snuck it in there. You said, I got some good photos out of it. Yes. You knew back then that that was powerful. Yeah. 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 So, and I hired, back then I was hiring a photographer. Oh, you were? Oh yeah. Because I had no. In the early days. Yeah. Because I, you know, I knew like I had to get photos of this. Yeah. I have no photography skills. I've learned a little bit since then. Wow. You know, this is like 10 years later. I've learned a little bit. My photos still look amateur, yeah. but his, his photos were good and I still use them and they, they, they still get a lot of, you know, like 
depending on what the trend, but these guys were ahead of the trend. Yeah. And so their photos still look good today. You know, I did a job in 2008 up in this like kind of hotshot street up in Issaquah yeah. here yeah. in my hometown. And that, that, that photo looks dated, you know, cause like, yeah, they just kind of hit it just wrong. You right. Know? Right. So, but these guys were ahead of the trend and, and they got on and, and so it was good for me. You know, wow. I didn't make it very much money. I, in fact, I lost a lot of money, but it was good for me. That's, that's even more incredible. I mean, you, you were hiring professional photographers, you know, back during the recession when most people are like pinching pennies and you're just yeah. getting your start. It that's incredible. Good for it you. Are you still doing that no. practice? No, you no. have enough. I, yeah, and I think more. there's a little bit of a charm to the amateur. Nowadays. You know? yeah. yeah. It's kind of going back the other way. Yeah. And so I, I look at these perfect photos on Instagram and I kind of just pass them off. You know, yeah. I, I kind of like there's something about the amateur. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm just talking myself into that because I can't take good photos. You no, know? it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is a real thing. It is a trend. Yeah. To where people are now getting tired of uh, looking at so many perfect photos. Yeah. I that they you. just want to see a real a real photo. Yeah. Yeah. It is a thing. It's but like, his photos look good. Yeah. No, that's incredible. That's a great story. I love everything about that. No, thank you. There's a lot of value there. Thank you. It so, was brutal, but it was thank you. <laughs> At what year did you start your blog? Um, so here's what happened. So I hired a gal when I first started my business. I don't know if it's 2010, might have been 2011. Hired this gal off Craigslist. And, um, you know, it's kind of like the Craigslist story. She was good. You know, I researched her. Yeah. My blog was beautiful. I mean, for the time. And now it would look dated, but it was beautiful. Yeah. And I really liked it. And she did my business cards and, and all this stuff. You know, and I, I didn't pay her a lot of money, but it was a lot for me at the time. And um, she said she'd do the search optimization and all this stuff. Well, fast forward to a couple of years later. I don't know if it's 2012. I don't, I don't know the year, you know, yeah. but 2012, I'm on the John Bridge Forum. John starts this, this thread about websites and kind of just the very, very basics about websites, yeah. you know, title tags. I know you know what I'm talking about, title tags and descriptions, stuff like that, keywords, that kind of thing. So I read it and I'm like, well, hey, you know, let me go check my own blog, you know, or my own website. It wasn't a blog, it was my own website, home, home page website. And uh, it, they didn't do anything. So like if, you, you know, if you hover over, like on a computer, I don't know how it works on a mobile, but if you hover over the tab, you know, you, you, know, you pull your website up on a, a browser, right? It's got the little tab at the front, yeah. at the top. And you hover over that with your mouse and there's these words that pop up, you know? And like if, you're, if your website just says home, that's not good. Right. That's not good at all. So mine said home, you know? And so anyway, I, I was like, okay, so I got to take it over, you know? So I, I decided... I'm going to do it myself. I got on WordPress. WordPress was like kind of the DIY way of doing it back then. Now there's like a lot of different ways of doing it. But back then, you know, WordPress was kind of the DIY way of doing it. It was, it was a bigger learning curve than I would have guessed. Yeah. Um, but uh, I figured it out. I did what John said in that thread. It was a couple, th you know, a couple pages of it. I can link to it if, if people are interested. It's still relevant, you know. Um, but, you know, you put your, you put your, you know, like the keywords and the location in there and you start doing that and you start getting leads, you know? Yeah. And so that's what I did. So anyway, once I kind of had the word, I had my home site done and I said, you know what? I kind of want to start blogging a little bit. You know, I didn't know anything about blog. I was a horrible writer, by the way. Um, yeah, I was like technical, you know, I'm trying to explain it, but it's like yeah. just, you know, but anyway, it's, I just put up, I put up these five blog posts on waterproofing showers and they were pretty popular, actually. 
and I've redone them all since because they were, like I said, horrible. Yeah. And and like I used my photos, which were absolutely horrible. Big turnoff, you know. But anyway, um, that's what I did. And so at some point, I just started blogging on my home site yeah. originally. And so this is I don't like I said I don't know if it's 2012, 2013, something like that. Yeah. And then um, uh, so anyway, I was reading online. I was trying to learn about this stuff. And I was reading about another blogger, and they're like, hey, we got, you know, 10,000 hits on our website. That's a big milestone. And I got in, I went into Google Analytics and, and looked up my own website. I was getting 10,000 a month. As a, like, and I didn't even, you know, yeah. think about it. You weren't even thinking. And so then I kind of like, was like, hey, you know, maybe I'll just split this. I wanted to run some ads. Didn't think it was ethical to run them on my home website where I'm already kind of, you know, yeah. there's already a... a like a motivation behind it or, uh, you know, anyway. So I, I moved them over to their, to its own site. Got, you know, I looked up DIY, I looked up DIY tile that was taken. So I looked at and then I put DIY tile guy. Yeah. And I, and that was, and so I, I, I grabbed the website and then. So what was your thinking behind that? I don't know. I, I mean, it just seemed like, cause I wanted to, the, the audience was always the DIYer. And so that's, I, I, I don't know, but that was my second choice. Yeah. And that, that was, you know, that's what I went through. It was obviously a great choice. Well, and I, I think it is good because, uh, you know, in my business, I've noticed I've picked up some DIY projects that just never went anywhere. Right. And I noticed, you know, being a John Bridge fan, a lot of the, you know, he, he generates a lot of DIY traffic. And, and there are people who, who honestly can do it, do that. Yes. But there are a lot of people who just have an interest in how it's done. And so it's, it's really search engine friendly, mm -hmm. you know? So I think that's, I mean, you hit on that, uh, the DIY.com. Who's that DIY tile.com. I, I don't know who it was. It's I, just and, taken. And I still, yeah, but it was taken, but it's not really relevant. Yeah. I, I don't know. Not I, sure. I'd have to look it up. I never have. To look, but, I but never, DIY, so your website or your blog site is DIY tile guy.com. And, and it's very much a D you know, it's DIY. So the, the people that are listening to this blog, it's not really for them. Right. You know, I mean, maybe if you're new in tile, there might be something helpful or research to, to see how yeah. it was done. Maybe. Might be something helpful yeah. to you, but yeah. it, it's, uh, it's, it's for, yeah, I've always talked with that audience in mind, you know, to generate leads, yeah. just the DIY. Yeah. yeah. And it does help, um, that, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I just talking to a guy today and he said, you know, I, I, I saw you, you know, you have a blog and that was, you know, so it, it's helpful that way, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, like, like from an authority type standpoint, sure. I guess you might call it, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so it might help separate me from, you know, Joe Blow, a tile guy in, in my area, you yeah. know? No, I'm sure it does. I know it does. Now, now you said earlier, you're, a lot of your leads are coming from your website since you separated the two yes. and you're handling that as well. Yes. So I get, I get leads. I, I get quite a few leads, you know, and, and I'm not trying to brag, but I, I get, I don't know how many, I remember, I think Ben Santos from uh tile guy, uh, yeah, Hamilton, ha Hamilton tile. tile. I think he was saying how many he got and I was going to kind of look up and see how many I got just yeah. to kind of compare it, you know, see if it's anywhere close to his or not. But, um, but yeah, I get a lot of site, you know, and by the way, I rank, you know, for, for Issaquah. Okay, so I live in the town of Issaquah. That's yeah. where we are right now. Um, there's Sammamish, which is a neighboring town. Snoqualmie is a neighboring town. These are all Indian names. They don't mean yeah. anything to anybody. <laughs> Bellevue is a neighboring town. I rank on the front page for all those in my area. Right. So everywhere I'm trying to rank for, the only thing, I was just looking it up the other day. 
Bellevue, I'm not on there for bathroom remodeling. I've, I've, I've morphed into a remodeler now. Okay. So Bellevue, I'm not on the front page for remodeling. Bathroom, re that's, that's a tougher keyword. Yeah. But tile installation, I'm on the front page for every town I'm trying to rank in, you know, yeah. that's around me. Yeah. So anyway, I, all I'm saying is like, I don't have any background in tile or in, in uh, computers. Right. My background is uh, playing video games. Yeah. That's it. I'm not, I'm not joking. And I have, I have a high school education, no yeah. degrees or anything, but I kind of learned a little bit about this and I'm able to rank on the front page for all the towns in my area, you yeah. know? Yeah. So it's been good. And you're still in the WordPress using yes. WordPress? Yeah. So I'm using WordPress. It's a lot easier, I imagine. Yes. And so if you're just starting out now, I don't know that I would go with WordPress. They have the, like these web builders. Right. I think you were saying, talking about Wix earlier. So, you know, they're, they're like drag and drop type yeah. of thing. So Wix is one of them. If I'd known we were going to talk about this, I would have had a little more prepared. But, oh, that's fine. But um, WordPress has some of those too. Yeah. And maybe maybe I'll, I'll, I'll send you some links here after we're done with the interview. Okay. But, um, you know, WordPress is like a platform. So, like, uh, I guess it'd be kind of like um, in the tile world, it'd be kind of like foam board guys, you know? Yeah. And so it's kind of a platform within a, within the, the the scope of things. Right. I really like WordPress. There's a there's a huge community for WordPress. Yeah. But at the same time, if you want to go with Wix or whatever, I I think things have come a long ways. Yeah. And so, like I said, there was a learning curve when I first got started. There, that learning curve is easier now because you can drag and drop, and it's easier for the contractor now to get right. going on their own website. Right. Right. So. Anyway, but yeah, I like WordPress and, and I'm a big fan of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's no more real coding. Right. I don't know anything about coding. Yeah. So. Oh, you never did? No. I don't know. I, I, there was, there's a couple things where I I looked up online and I just copied. Copy and paste. Yeah, and then, and, yeah. Then, and then put in like my keywords or whatever. Right, but that's right. it. I, I, I know nothing about coding. Yeah. Even yeah. still today, I don't yeah. know anything about it. So anyway, yeah. Well, that's great. And, and really, um, I mean, it just shows the power of just having a website, just being there and being consistent with it and, and doing something, yeah. you know, and, and, and making sure that, you know, it is working the way it should work, you know, doing doing a little research. Yeah. And like you took it upon yourself to to create a new one because yes. the one you paid for wasn't really working. Yeah, it wasn't really working. It turned out to be a blessing in disguise. I yeah, guess, you for know? sure. For sure. Um, uh, what was I going to say here? The, um, no, I forgot. I totally blanked it out. Is, it is best when a tile uh, or a business owner can kind of create some sort of content. Yes. Whether that be on a blog or a video like, uh, you know, Sal Dublisi or yes. any of these guys on YouTube. That guy kills it on yeah. YouTube, by the yeah. way. Yes. So, it, but he's doing it and he's doing it consistently and he's doing it a lot. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he's got a great YouTube channel. Yeah. I know a lot of people that like watch his videos. Yeah. Um, he, and he's one, he's doing things right. You know, yeah. one of the few guys on YouTube, even today, yeah. that's killing it on YouTube, Surprising. doing it right. Yeah. 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 And there's, you know, I'm not going to mention the names, but there's other guys that are doing horrible things. Yeah. Some of them are famous. Yeah. Sal's doing it right. And, he, and he's a good representation that's for great. Kyle. Yeah. And some people on Instagram, you know, Facebook, what, are you on any other platforms like that? Or? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram, Tiger Mountain Tile. Um, I just got on TikTok. Believe it or not, what is that TikTok? I love it. You know, I just started kind of like screwing around with I think it because I've, I've been hearing about it. I love it. It's like a lip syncing. I have no idea how I'm going to use it for business, but yeah. I love it. So TikTok, I'm a DIY tile guy on TikTok. 
I have DIY Tao Guy on Twitter. I don't really do anything with Twitter. Instagram seems to be a good platform, you know, yeah, for me. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's kind of like uh, what I'm doing. That, so I view uh, Instagram with my my business, and then I have my blog, DIY Tile Guy, and that's kind of just what I'm doing right okay. now. Okay, okay. But, yeah. Yeah, you never know with TikTok. I mean, I'll, I'll have to look into that. I don't know a thing about I it. I love it. I love but it. But I know. I, I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm embarrassed to say I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll check it out. What, <laughs> so what, it's just the social media, right? Yes. It's just, a, it's just another thing. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. That's cool. So, so what are you, um, what, what is your business focus on now? You, you've told me, I don't think we've mentioned it here in the episode. So I, I'm a, I'm a tile guy. Okay. I've been yeah. a tile guy since 1996. Um, in the last few years, I've kind of morphed into a bathroom remodel. So I got a general contractor license. I had to increase my bond and all that stuff. Yeah. I hire a plumber, I hire an electrician, but I run the job and I love it. Yeah, it's I, I, I love being in control. So, you, you know, kind of like and we were talking earlier, the kind of the natural thing you're supposed to like build your business, hire installers. It's not for me. You know, yeah. I, I like building bathrooms. I like being the only guy on the job. I like yeah. controlling the process. That's what I like to do, you yeah. know. And I took some sales classes, by the way. The sales classes were game game changing for me. They were. Yeah. So but that was back in like probably 2012 or so. Okay. Um, and uh, so, and and that was also helped because, like I said, you know, when I was doing the door to door building permit thing, I had no sales skills. Yeah. I was horrible. Yeah. But but I knew I would get a break. So anyway, I took some sales classes, sandwich sales, if they want to permit or uh, uh, you know, uh, sandwich sales, Sandler. Oh, Sandler. Sandler. David Sandler is the guy. David Sandler. So anyway, it it was good for me. Um, It's not high-pressure sales, and uh, it's been just a game changer. I'm like a super introvert, you know? Yeah. And so I'm not shy, but I'm an introvert. Yeah. And so um, anyway, the sales club, they kind of gave me a way to, like, attack people in a strategy and kind of like a, a way to, to you know, look for an outcome and that sort of thing. And so... um, Anyway, the sales classes were game changing for me. I don't, you know, I, I may use them in the future. I don't know how long I'm, you know. Okay. I don't know what the future holds, you know. Yeah. I no. really like what I'm doing. I don't think I can do it when I'm 70. Yeah. Um, I can do it right now, maybe 10 more years, maybe 20 more years, you know. Yeah. Maybe the sales classes, maybe I do something with those later, you know. Yeah. And go more straight into sales. But I really like what I'm doing. I like building bathrooms. I like the control. I like working for myself. Yeah. And so that's what I'm doing right now. And it's working for you. Yeah, it's that's working. Great. Yeah. So you're also an NTCA ambassador. Yes. How long have you been involved with the NTCA? Well, I've been I've been in the NTCA for maybe, I don't know, seven, eight years. Okay. And um, it's I, I really like the NTCA, you know? And uh, I do the things. I've been an ambassador here for a couple of years, maybe, maybe at the most. Yeah. And I like just trying to give back. I, I kind of wish I could do more. I try not to be too spammy with uh, the NTCA because I know there's a lot of that out there. Yeah. But as a contractor, you know, I don't get anything out of signing people up. Right. I just just really like being part of the NTCA. You get on the mailing list. You get the Facebook only uh, new, you know, the group. And you can ask some questions in there without all the noise of the other groups, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's just I I really like it. It's it's a great organization, you know, and I've just tried to kind of be behind it. You know, it's there's there's people leading it and I've just tried to kind of support what they're doing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't have the vision that they do. So, (laughs) you know, well, it's good. It's good to be associated, you know, with something bigger than yourself. And and ultimately, you know, what they've been doing um, 
for for over 60 70 years has been supporting tile contractors and trying to you know keep this industry uh respectable yeah and so it's a good thing to be part of and it's on the, it's on the upswing you know like i would say the bottom was like you know maybe right after the recession we had all those people you know all the all the uh the flippers and all, yeah. you know, I mean, everybody was getting into housing back yeah. then. Yeah. And I know you remember. Yeah. And, and, you know, you get into that like 2010, 2011, and there was so many jobs or there were so many people, not enough jobs and they all got cleaned out, you know? So that was, I, I feel like that's the bottom. We're not, we're not like uh, totally out of all the hackery yet, but um, you know, it's on the upswing. Yeah. People are learning, you know, there's Facebook groups. People are learning the right ways. Yeah. And in the future, these are going to be good jobs. You know, the, the plumbers and the tile people and all that stuff, there's a, there's a labor shortage. And, you know, like if you're a computer programmer, that's in demand right now. Ten years from now, I mean, they could, they could hire a computer programmer in any country. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter where you live. Yeah. The, the pool's going to be enormous. Right. But the people that are localized, the plumbers, the tile people, those are going to be in demand, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. it's, it, it's just going to be a great trade to get into, I really think. Yeah. That's what I believe. And so, anyway, me and you hit it just wrong, Luke, you know? But <laughs> all we can do is help the next guy, that's you cool. know? Well, that's really good. And thank you for, for doing that and taking some time to do that uh, here with me today. You know, one last question here. If you could go back in time, back to 2010 and give yourself one piece of advice that you've learned, what would it be? Um, huh, one piece of advice. So in 2010, I had already learned about money management. Okay. Okay. So don't get in debt. So I'd already learned that lesson. Um, I would just say it's just keep, keep learning, keep adapting. Yeah. Um, keep challenging yourself. That's kind of the thing. It's always worked for me. You know, I started to get, you know, like when you start to feel like you're getting good, you know, yeah. and you, you kind of just double down and say, well, you know what? I could prep the floors better than what I'm doing. You just double down yeah. and just keep learning and keep, you know. I know I, I know um, guys that the trades pass them by. You yeah. know, they're like 30-year tile guys doing it this way for 30 years, you yeah. know. I had these two guys on my job one time, 30 years, and they couldn't, they, they couldn't do, you know, this was large format running bond tile, you know, 12 by 24s. Right. They couldn't do it. It's two guys spent all day on this job. And they had 20 square feet, and it wasn't very good. And he called me up and said, it's not very good. Yeah. And I went over there, tore it out myself, pissed them off. You know, I tore it out, ran them across the room, and then, and then you know, they could start the next day and, and kind of, anyway, like, they didn't know that. A large format tile was, was a game changer for them, you know? They're used to, like, their 12 by 12s and all yeah. that stuff. They didn't want to adapt. Yeah. So learn new things. Don't be the guy that's like, oh, I've done it this way for how, you know? Learn new things, challenge yourself, be relevant. I guess that's what I would say, you know? Keep, keep, keep trying, keep learning, yeah. all that good stuff. Uh, solid, solid advice. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. All right, Tile friends, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Stay profitable out there.